Welcome to Care to Lead, your path to leadership success. Brought to you by the Vizient Nurse Executives Network. Hello, everyone. I'm Dr. Nicole Groveling, Associate Vice President for Member Connections at Vizient. Today, I am so excited to welcome Dr. Anna Kiger, Chief Nursing Officer for Sutter Health. As the system's first chief nursing officer, Dr. Kiger is accountable for executive nursing leadership, clinical nursing practice, education, and nursing research for the entire system. Dr. Kiger holds multiple doctorate degrees in both nursing and public health, holds a master's degree in business, and an undergraduate degree in nursing. Additionally, she serves on the editorial board for the Journal of Nursing Administration and the Voice in Nursing Leadership. Anna, welcome. Thank you, Nicole. I'm delighted to be here. When I think of strength, determination, and hard work, I think of you. I'm so excited for you to share your story today. Why don't we go ahead and dive in? Okay. Knowing your level of responsibility and hearing your trajectory over the years, what do you think has been pivotal to your success? I think, first of all, I had great mentors when I was young in high school. I was blessed to have a sister-in-law who was a registered nurse. She had an associate's degree in nursing and was working in an acute care hospital in Morgantown, West Virginia. I learned from her early on what it meant to be a nurse, what it was like to practice in that acute care hospital, and to hear some of the stories about how she cared for people. And I just aspired to be more like her as I got out of high school and decided what I wanted to do for a career. It's really nice to hear how it's not only your professional mentors, it's your personal mentors. That mentorship and direction sounds like it was key for you. But what drives you to lead at the level you do now? You're very motivated as evidenced by all of your degrees and your level of responsibility. What's the driver for you in that space? I've been a registered nurse for over 38 years. I went into nursing to take care of people, to help people at their worst times, to help people at their best times when they have babies. And I've always felt that I got much more out of this career than I was always able to give back. So as I've grown in my nursing professional career, I've always strived to do things that allowed me to give back to give back to patients, to give back to the organization I was working for, and to give back to my colleagues, not only nursing, but all of those other colleagues that stood around me and behind me to make me successful in caring for patients, for leading teams early on, and now in the executive career that I have for the executive team that stands around me and supports me to do the things I do for nursing, for our patients at Sutter Health. Anna, can you tell us an example of how you've been able to do that through that team? At Sutter Health, in the executive role I have today, I was the first system chief nurse officer that Sutter had. And when I came into this position, I spoke to the CEO and to the chief medical officer about things I had done previous to Sutter Health and shared with them what it would take to recognize nursing as a very important part of the organization to grow our nursing workforce into becoming as competent and practicing at the top of the license. 
I felt coming into the job, I was fully supported. And I've spent the last six years demonstrating to that executive team the things that we could accomplish in nursing, in patient care, in collaboration with all of the colleagues in our enterprise, medicine, pharmacy, all the ancillary departments. We've accomplished some really great things there in six years. We've had two very large annual nursing symposiums during 2020 year of the nurse. Not only did we tackle COVID head on, but we also began recognizing nurse of the year at Sutter Health. So in that period of six years, I've had every opportunity to demonstrate where nursing's value is in a healthcare system, across the healthcare system, not just in acute care, but in ambulatory, in our home care division, in our ambulatory surgery division, and with those nurses who work in non-direct patient care areas, all of our nursing leadership team members, all of the nurses that work in our informatics section. So there's a lot of areas at Sutter that I've been able to touch in six years. I'm not done yet, and there's a lot more to do. But what we've been able to accomplish in the first six years has really been remarkable, I believe. It sounds to me like you've been able to elevate the role, the visibility of the nurse caring for the patient and the importance of that role. That is correct. But I'll tell you, I've had some great executive partners to get that done. First of all, the full support of our chief executive officer, Sarah Krevins. Sarah recognized the need to have a system chief nurse officer as she stepped into that CEO position in 2015. And I am thankful for all of the support I've gotten from her over the years. The next individual that was my dyad partner was Dr. Steve Lockhart, chief medical officer. He actually brought me to Sutter Health and was my best partner in crime. We worked with medicine and nursing to develop a lot of great programs and success stories that have played out in this time period I've been there. There have also been great leaders in virtually every other section of Sutter Health that have come forward wanting to work with nursing on unique projects, have asked us to lean in and help them solve issues over in their professional areas. And to this day, I think nursing truly has been elevated within Sutter and recognized as a critical piece of what we do and how we do it for the 3 million patients we serve. It sounds like mentors and partnerships have been exceptionally important throughout your career, especially in your role at Sutter Health. Can you pinpoint a moment in your career that put you in a different direction than you were potentially heading before? I had a wonderful first job at West Virginia University in Morgantown, West Virginia as a staff nurse in the adult critical care units. I found my second mentor there, a clinician who was my preceptor in the adult ICU, and she taught me a lot about applying my book knowledge to the bedside. I think she did such a great job with me. I stayed at that hospital for nine years and really flourished as a bedside nurse. And probably around seven or eight years into that job at West Virginia, I decided to get my master's in nursing administration at Duquesne and start working on my career in nursing administration. And really honing the skill that is leadership. It's definitely a learned skill. 
I think leadership is something you learn every day. You don't bring all of the tools and all of the skill set in on day one. You learn from novice to expert. I'm a big believer in Benner's philosophy of starting as a novice, learning, growing, testing, learning again, relearning, and eventually becoming an expert at what you're doing now. But when you take your next career, you become a novice again. So when I left bedside nursing and became an assistant nurse manager, I was a novice assistant nurse manager. And it took me time to become better and eventually good at it. I will say I was never an expert at being an assistant nurse manager because every day was unique and every day was different. I don't think you can become a super expert at that kind of a job especially working at a level one trauma center like WVU. But as I moved on in my career to nurse manager, director of nursing, associate vice president of nursing, each one of those afforded me a new opportunity to become a novice again, learn new skills, sharpen the skills I already had, and just keep building this competency around working in business, driving care, supporting people around you so that they can do the very best at delivering care to our patients. You know, each opportunity I've had in my career has been unique and different, but those were differences and uniqueness that I wanted. I didn't want to be doing the same job every day. And I think when I look back on what I've done in the last 38 years, every role has been a little bit different, brought a different opportunity to learn different opportunities to work with other individuals outside of nursing. And I was blessed to have all of those opportunities put in front of me and to make some decisions about where my career could pivot to the next direction. I love what you just said, Anna, and I think you have brought up so many really important points here. Nursing affords you the ability to essentially reinvent the work that you're doing through each of your roles. Expert is not always where you end up because it's complex and it's so varied, but taking on the challenge of these new roles afforded you the ability to grow and lead differently than you even potentially expected. I think one of the unique things about the profession of nursing is we can do a lot of things. We go to nursing school, we're taught the clinical science of nursing. We leave school and enter practice and learn how to apply that to the bedside. And over time, we learn that nurses are great problem solvers and are often sought after to do non-bedside nursing jobs. And in some cases, not jobs that entail the word nurse at all. Many nurses are employed in other industries because they are clinically competent, can bring that clinical competency to that industry, but also help solve problems. And I've worked with a lot of nurses in my career that were in consulting jobs, in information system or in nursing informatics or other nurses who worked in industries that are related to hospital management or delivering patient care, but not necessarily in the clinical science of nursing. So nursing is a profession that can serve you well to do a lot of 
different roles or jobs in America today. For example, we have nurses who are in political roles, who sit at high levels of state and national governance that drive ultimately what I'm able to do to care for patients back in Sacramento, California. You can do a lot of things with a nursing degree, not just work at the bedside or be in a leadership role such as myself. I love your philosophy around making an impact in every spot that you're at. Many things that we encounter in our careers can seem insurmountable. I think the last year and a half, had someone said that this is how we were going to spend the last year and a half, it may have seemed insurmountable coming up to it. But What I think the pandemic has offered all of us is a different perspective on the leadership and the capabilities of nurses at the bedside. What advice would you give to nurse leaders as we think differently about moving forward post-pandemic? I think it's going to be critical that everyone talks through the solutions that you selected to solve your problems and thinks about if this came around again, if a hurricane or an earthquake or some other big disaster comes around, how are we as nurse leaders going to be prepared before that next big issue comes in front of us? This is where it's important that you sit down with your team and you reflect back on what have we just been through? How did we manage all those decisions? Which ones do we want to carry forward and keep because they were great decisions? For example, at Sutter, we thought it would take us three years to implement telehealth. Here came the pandemic in early January, and we implemented it telehealth in a matter of weeks. We can make those kinds of big bet decisions and we can make them happen. We can execute on them. So we need to be inviting that risk decision making in when we're at the table and at those big moments when really big decisions need to be made. Use some intuition, but rely on those experiences you've had. Try and think what is the best opportunity, the best solution, knowing you won't be perfect, but reassess it quickly. Decide, is it working? If it is, stick with it. If it isn't, think about what you might do differently. What adjustment might you make to that decision to make that solution work better for the team that's delivering care? I know we made thousands of decisions early on in the pandemic. Many of them, would we go back today and think differently? Sure, that's where experience comes in. However, we made a lot of great decisions as a system. As an integrated health system, we had the resources to attack the issues. We had the resources to acquire the equipment, the personal protective equipment, the telehealth. We had the ability to move a large portion of our workforce to work from home. Those were good decisions at the time. Some of those, we're going to stick to those in the post-pandemic era, but we're going to continuously learn from what we experienced as a system and what we experienced personally. I like your point around being planful in an effort to be flexible and agile if something like this should happen again in the future. It's preparedness. It is. And one way to be prepared is as a team, when you feel you're at that place, sit down and talk about the experience you had get it out on the table, think what you might do differently, but listen, learn, and step forward. 
I love that, Anna. I have two very short last questions for you, and I want to make sure we get these in. We've learned a lot about your leadership beliefs. What is something that others wouldn't know about you that would surprise them? I think one of the things that's afforded me success as my career has evolved in the last 38 years is I take time out for that work-life balance. I work hard when I work, but I also want to take time off, enjoy my family, enjoy life. And I think it's important that everyone does that. You just have to figure out how it works for you. But never cut your life or your family's time with you short, because at the end of the day, that's what really makes you happy. That's fantastic advice and so important. And I cannot believe how fast our time has gone together. What would be your recommendation for someone who wants to be a leader? I encourage young leaders to always seek out a mentor that they can talk to about their current job, questions they have on their mind about decisions they need to make. Not everyone has all of that coming into any kind of a job. So find someone you get along with, someone you can talk to, someone who has experiences you believe would be valuable to your future career growth. I've had several of those opportunities in my 38 years. Each one of them I'm thankful to have crossed paths with. And many of them I keep in contact with today because I know they want to hear how their mentorship paid off for me as well as to let them know that I'm very grateful and thankful for what they did for me at the time that our paths crossed. Well, thank you, Anna. Your story is impactful. It's powerful. And I think it will make a difference for those who are listening today. We appreciate you sharing your unique story and your leadership insights. Thank you, Nicole. It was a pleasure to visit with you today. Of course, so happy to have you here. And to our listeners, thank you for joining us. If you've enjoyed today's discussion, please subscribe to hear more Care to Lead podcasts. Like us and send us your comments. Care to Lead is your path to success and is brought to you by the Vizient Nurse Executives Network. I'm Dr. Nicole Grubling. Have a great day.